people. Uh, they were actually 
Uh, I can't tell you how they walked because I didn't see it, but it looked like they were getting ready to put on a great show. So with that being said, it was, uh, like I said, I had a really great time. And actually, if you were to go back to uh, the last podcast, we did a whole hour and a half with uh, the group as they were kind of getting the first portions of the day started. Um, testing and they had a they had just a litany of, of, of people that were there that were to perform, sing, entertain, as well as there to test. So uh, I was actually one uh, glad that uh, uh, my friend Lorenzo Davis uh, invited me to come and do uh, a live podcast from there. Uh, let me also just uh, put in the fact that. Uh, we have worked together before. He uh, he basically uh, was doing the same job uh, in uh, Miami, in Florida. And so a couple of years back, uh, as he had embarked on telling some of his story and other stories that he had come across, uh, he uh, was putting uh, together a stage play for that. And so we hosted that as well as a testing event down there in Miami. Had a great time at that event, and he has continued to be in the effort and the fight against HIV through HIV prevention with AHF when he moved here to Atlanta. So I am extremely proud of him and what he's doing and the work he's doing in the community to try to keep our people safe and to keep our people educated on the different things that uh, that we may face in 2019, which were much different many many years ago. So uh, I want to throw him a shout-out as well. Again, if you want to hear my interview with him, go back on the podcast that deals specifically with it's actually the podcast right before this one because we did that one at 1230 this, uh, this afternoon. So go check that one out. You'll also hear my conversation with uh, fellow blogger Zandy McMillian. Outstanding, wonderful woman, and we had just met for the first time, but we had an awesome conversation. It was uh, uh, definitely on point, and we've come to a point um, that we're going to do some shows together because we actually talked relationship uh, stuff, and it, the, it, the conversation was engaging. And you can tell if you go back and listen to that podcast that uh, we're definitely going to do some work together when it comes to that. She does a blog. Uh, that deals with a lot of things, politics, relationships, hot topics, movie videos, and et cetera, uh, similar to some of the stuff that I do, but but uh, from a different angle. She is a mother, so we have some things to talk about in that realm. Also, dating, we definitely had uh, dove into that topic. So I do want to welcome everybody in today. If you're following us uh, on all the social media, I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for all the people that submitted their questions because I did get uh, questions from coworkers, I got questions from family, friends, uh, people who know me on Facebook, Instagram, and IG, and I appreciate all of that. Uh, so uh, definitely I want to thank all of my supporters. and. I'm saying that very sincerely because we, I'm getting ready to make another move. Uh, this has been kind of a, a, a little bit of a transition period on, on a lot of different fronts. When I moved here to Atlanta, we were transitioned to a new job, 
actually with the same organization, but still a transfer to a new job because it was a new position, one that I, I had just started, to a new city. And although I knew quite a bit about Atlanta and, and, and had navigated her quite well all these years, it's different when you live in a city after you visit, right? It's just different, a different dynamic. So uh, getting used to all those things, we are about to move to a different platform. We're going to move to YouTube TV, so that's really exciting. Um, and, and so the next season, which will probably begin somewhere in at the end of September, beginning of October, there are going to be great changes, uh, 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 brand new material, obviously, because I try to stay up on, on the current stuff. But I think everybody, including myself, is going to be much more happier with that process. Uh, <laughs> it's been a little bit of a, a challenge, as, as everybody goes through challenges when they're doing different things, um, even podcasts. But I think um, with, with the direction that the rants are going to go, that's going to be the best for the show. But anyway, I do want to, again, thank um, Lorenzo for having that opportunity to come down and to share in that experience. And that was actually kind of personal to me. Not only did I do last uh, one of the other events that he did in Miami, but I spent five years uh, working uh, for a nonprofit organization in the field of HIV prevention. So I worked with the CDC and, and a lot of uh, other pharmaceutical companies in regards to that. So uh, it, it still is near and dear to my heart, although I'm not working in the field. I still can still stay connected to people who are and um, am very proud of the work that they continue to do in the, uh, in the fight and the help to try to make the community a lot stronger and a lot better. So that being said, uh, as, as the advertisements went out and t- the tweets about today's show, uh, it is really kind of about everybody else. I'm going to rant, but it's going to be a controlled rant to a certain extent because the questions are coming from people that know me from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, coworkers, family. So I'm going to answer questions that you all have asked me. So it's not something that I've come up with, and I think that's kind of the beauty of it. But that's how we're going to end the season, uh, this particular season, and I think it's a good way to to end it and launch into the new one. So I'm just trying to debate on who gets to go first and how we're going to start this all off. But before we do this, I am going to start off with just a song, and it's kind of a headbanger. It's not a headbanger. That's what we used to say back in the day. That lets you know that I'm old. I'm not really old, but listen, I'm coming up on my 30th high school graduation. Oh, my God. And just to say 30 years outside of, uh, thank you, Jesus, though. So I am happy to say it, but at the same time, it's like, ooh. Jesus. And so uh, we're going to take a small little short break here. Again, I want to welcome everybody and sit back because this is going to be, it might be an interesting ride today. All right. Thank you. 
I was going to intro with saying I also forgot but needed to say I wanted to welcome the lot, the, the audience that's in the room. So it's not just people following and that have sent in emails and questions and things of that nature. But that voice that you heard, which you're going to hear probably several times throughout the podcast, and again, I told everybody that they could be and remain anonymous. Right, so I'm probably going to, especially with the question, uh, I didn't ask everybody to sign a release form, so I'm not going to put names. I'm going to give initials for, so that you know that they are different people. I didn't come up with these people. I didn't. They're not made up in my head, by the way. <laughs> but we do have a few people that are sitting in the room with me, and so they're going to be chiming in, and I want to thank them for showing up, and I want to thank them for participating in the podcast, because they have questions, too. So that's what we're going to do. And as we begin, I'm going to actually begin with with a question from my coworker, and it's kind of a three-part question. So it's a question, and then it's a if you say yes question, and if you say no question, and that comes from LW. But I, it's it's a it's an interesting question, and it's probably interesting that we're going to start off with this one because you know, yes, I'm building it up. Yes, I'm building it up. <laughs> Is the chicken all right? No. I mean, no, he's going. It's live. We got we got a little hors d'oeuvres, a few little trinkets to to, to eat and drink on. We just made hey, every season another season. Celebration, right? We always got to find something to celebrate, right? Isn't that what they say? Anybody else want to be sick? <laughs> well, there's plenty over there, and I will get some this time. Last time I did not. And that's what happens when you're the host, right? How the hell does that happen? It's your show, right? It's your, you know, it's food. Didn't nobody said nothing aside. You see, I told you I was going to rant, right? <laughs> okay. Okay, well, here we go. Here we go with the first question. Because I'm going to answer the question, but you all know that it, it, inevitably you might have something to say about my answer, or you might want to chime in yourselves, and you're more than welcome to do so. We're on for an hour and a half today. We've already cut in with my big mouth and my talk hall itself, right, about 15 and 20 minutes. So, well, not 20, but anyway, we are after we are past 15. So, anyway, oh, no, 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 wait. It's going to go by fast. So... When you listen to these questions that I've got, that I just received, right, I'm going through all the social media and, and texts and emails and stuff like that to make sure, okay, these questions, we'll be here for a minute, good God Almighty. But thank you for everybody that did send the question. So here we go. That's why I say we got to go. Here we go with the first question. So the first question to me, this was from my coworker, when opting to date again, is it safe to start with a past love that did not end with a negative energy? If so, what are the benefits of revisiting the past? If not, how do you explain we have chemistry, but our chemistry set is old? LOL, question mark. 
Okay, so, so audience, audience member wants to answer first, and that's fine. Let's go ahead. Come on, give it to me. I want to know why this works the first time. What about y'all two or three didn't work the first time that you think it's going to work the second time? Because the only thing that's making y'all think that it's going to work this time is the newness of it and the familiar, you know, the familiar piece. Y'all can even say that right. But the familiarity of, you know, just knowing that somebody else, they might have good that. You might got good head, you know. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, okay. Yes. We've said, we've said way worse. <laughs> this is me, so I just I, know how far I You can go. go. Oh, okay. So, John, you want to you wanna add? I feel like I'm working a lot better than nobody else can do it. So, it would be, I, would, I think it would be wise to try again with the all person. So you already know, you already know all their downfall. Help them on what y'all want their downfall about. Well, ultimately, now, now, based based off of the question and how the question is worked, it says that that it did not end with any negative energy. So I think for me, though, to be able to truly answer the question, I need to know about that. Why did they work? Can I can I answer? This, this, I can give y'all two a chance to answer. Now y'all want to chime in with, hey, it's five times for rent. Oh, my God. For real. Is that what we doing? I'm just saying. I will give you, I'll give you all a chance to reflect. But, but give me a second now. So I'm just saying, and I agree with what you're doing, some of the information is not there that I would need. Now, based off of the question and how it's worded, there's no negative energy. So it could be something where they just because of distance, your job may have taken you somewhere, you know, because some people take jobs overseas or they take them in another state. So distance sometimes is a deal breaker for people. It's not necessarily that there was bad chemistry, bad karma, no, any of that crap, right? Nothing uh, that, like even in the bedroom, that was excluding them. But I can understand and I could see a situation where one person is kind of wedded to where they're living and don't, doesn't want to move, right? Uh, there are situations, and I know situ- many situations, where some people, if they have children, if children are involved, right, that they would not want to move depending on the age of the child. So I could see a situation where there's not any malice or any, you know, uh, things that, that, that's negative that would cause the breakup. It could be just different things. It could be certain things that were going on. Maybe somebody was dealing with an illness or maybe somebody was dealing with a death in the family or something of that nature. It could have been a whole sort whole sorts of things. So like you all said, I would want to know the kind of the other parameters or details as to why the breakup did happen. Now, based off of that, I'm inclined to say it would depend on the two individuals and where they're at in their lives. Because you can have chemistry, right? But depending on age, depending on experience, depending on whether a, a person has children or not. There are a whole lot of factors that go into whether two people want to then take steps forward to be together in a relationship, right? Especially if you've already done it before. That's why I said I need to know some other parameters. Well, I've already talked about this in the sense of I think whether it's past relationships or not, right? Here's the thing. For me, and I even had this conversation earlier today, 
Dating is just, to me, the way most people have described their concept of it is a recipe for disaster, which why most, I shouldn't say most, which is why a lot of relationships that I've seen with my own eyes and heard about are unhealthy. And that's because the criteria by which most people determine whom they're going to be with in a relationship actually has a hill of beans to do with how a person's going to treat you. So, for instance, a lot of people say, well, you don't date. No, I don't, because most people's concept of dating is you take me out for something to eat, or we go to a movie, or we go to Top Golf, or we go travel, we do these things. Now, in and of themselves, none of those things are wrong, and nor are they not fun to do. I enjoy doing all those things, bowling and all that, yeah. But none of those things, none of those things will tell you how a person is going to treat you in a relationship. A person's job, how much money they make, don't tell you shit. Look at the president of the United States. He's a billionaire. He is in what is considered in 2019 as the most powerful position in the world, yet he treats people like shit. So money, your job, and what you feel is a good time is not enough to tell me how you're going to treat me in a relationship. I need to know how you treat your family. I need to know how you operate with your finances. Because if you don't pay your bills, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I'm just saying. Nobody wants to be with somebody that's pulling them down financially. It's already hard as it is out here in this world. To, you understand what I'm saying? Now, that can come in so many different forms. So I know that a lot of people might just get charged by that statement. But I've been through a situation, okay, and paid for it dearly financially. So I'm not coming from a place of just seeing it and just talking about it. No, I've experienced it. So, yes, I have a different criteria. I need to see how you treat people. Because how you treat other people is going to be a, more of an indication as to how you want to treat me. I don't, I'm able, and thank God I'm able to work. Thank God I'm able to fend for myself right now. So I don't care about your job and I don't care about your money because I don't need it. That's not a criteria for me. And I can have fun and I can go to the movies, I can go eat with a whole lot of different people. So what sets you apart from everybody else? That's what I need to know. Okay, now. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so that's why I don't date. So what do you do if you don't date? Nothing. I enjoy my life. I enjoy things that make me happy. I like to travel. I like doing. I like to talk. I have. To, yes, ma'am. Yes. I'm not going to settle. I'm not. Because people want me, check this out. So people want me to accept them for who they are, right? And so the problem that I end up having with dating is that so people see the outside, right? That's your first selling. And that's fine. But I need you to get past that because that ain't going to last forever. Okay, I had no control over how I look. But I do have control over who I am as a personality, my character and all those right. things. Okay? That's what I need you to focus in on. 
But if you can't reciprocate what I'm giving to you and accept you, because you're asking me to accept you for who you are, flawed and all, I don't tend to get that in in return because people are only seeing me as this. Uh, well, I, it's not, and it's not even that I can't meet certain standards. I'm not getting the same thing that you're asking for me. Just people just want what they want, and they don't want to put no work into it and give nothing back. You know, and and it's sad that a lot of people have moved to that because relationships have become so self-centered. Right? Whatever, whatever happens to the idea that you're supposed to make your partner happy, whoever that is, right? And if both people are doing that and putting energies in, you really don't have time to fuck around and cheat. To be quite honest with you, okay. So, 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 so this idea and this idea, you know. Well, I'm just saying, you know, because this idea that just your, your dick just slipped up and, and fell into the ass or a pussy or whatever. No, 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 no. It didn't. You, all that is a process. Okay? Cheating is a process and it starts in the head. So the actions of the body is nothing but a result of what you were thinking in your mind. So this, yeah. This, it is Exactly. It's premeditated. Hell. And you will be sorry for this. I'm just <laughs> All I'm just saying is, you know, I just get, I get tired of cut. This is cut to the chase. You did what you wanted to do. In that moment, you did what you, you made a choice. And that choice was to put energy into a fleeting little sexual escapade when you could have put putting that same energy into the person that you quote unquote say you love. Now, here's the other problem that I have with the current dating model as, as, as such as it's presented itself to me, right? Why is it that people feel that I should go out of my way to change everything that's going on in my life, right, change my routine, extend myself, not only time but energy and resources, okay, because ain't nobody asking me to go out so they can pay for me, generally. It, 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 but if they it, ask you, then they all ask that's not how it happens. You don't well, that's why I don't. So, so, so I, you, you thought I was dumb? What, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. So check this out, though. But why should I extend all of that to somebody that I don't know anything about or know very little about? Yet the people that we get into relationships with, then we treat them like shit. And that's the person that you say that you love. That's a contradiction, if you ask me.
and we we're going to actually have this, this dialogue because what I told her is that there are a lot of assumptions that are made across the board for black males and black females. And we've been, we've been positioned to fight against each other. And so what's sad is to see that fight play out, right? And it plays out in perceptions as well. And so, because it was interesting how we had the question, well, who do you think has a better perception in the United States, the black female or the black male? Black female. That's what I said. She she didn't seem to think so. Now, but that, but 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 again, I, I can't I can't I can't uh, I can't argue her perspective. But I do feel like um, we we had a good we had a really good talk. You should go and listen to the podcast if you want to hear that because it's on there. And I, I, honestly, yes, earlier this morning. So yes, or this afternoon. Excuse me. So yeah, I, I, there, there's a there's a lot that needs to happen in within our own community. That dialogue about why we've been pitted against each other, right? And how that has had an effect on our perceptions of each other, and how that's had an effect on our community as a whole. Okay, so those are just you know, but that was that was interesting. But that's the reason why, like I said. I choose to, I guess, if I'm going to date, it's going to be under different circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Because, I, listen, I created a, a, a place of peace and harmony for myself. Now, why would I want to go and ruin that? Because I don't have, you know what I'm saying? Because the only person right now that can ruin that is me, right? And I don't, because well, I've got my, my situation set up the way I, you know what I'm saying? And it's nice and peaceful, right? I don't like drama. So, therefore, why would I make a decision to bring drama onto myself after I've relieved myself? Let me ask you this. Ask away. How do you feel about friends, baby, really good friends? Because currently my best friend is the love of my life. They had been for like five years. I changed my whole world. So I was just wondering, as far as friends, only reason I say this is because they're close with friends sometimes, same-sex, heterosexual, whatever it may be, sometimes it's the ultimate make for you. Yeah, and, and, and actually, honestly, uh, I, we, and it's funny that you bring that up because one of the things that you know is a, is a huge issue in this country is uh, the, the idea of uh, – <coughs> Uh, someone being gay, right? LGBT, you know, uh, the, the issue. No, well, it is in certain places, and there's a there's a certain sect of this country that still does not, you know, believe. And it's not even it's not even like extremists because you have with even the black community and the black church community. Okay, it, it is still looked upon and 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 preached from the pulpit vigorously as something that's going to send you to hell. So let's not be fooled by the fact that, it, it, that it's accepted everywhere, because it's not. And there are people that are still being killed because of their sexuality. There's still families that are kicking their kids out and putting them on the street in harm's way because of their sexual orientation. And the problem that I have with that is it goes back to everything that I've said about control and people wanting to control other people. Just like your taste and what you like to eat is different, how would you like somebody to say that I'm going to chop your head off because you don't like to eat what I eat? 
Well, how is it that you can tell me what's good when you're not inside my body? You're not inside my taste buds. You don't know what tastes good to me. You don't know what feels good going down my throat. How dare you tell me? You understand what I'm saying? So, so, and that's a simplistic way of saying it, but it's, it's how the audacity of someone else to try to tell you who it is that you can love. And it goes to your point in saying is what if that person that is the best for you happens to be of the same sex? Right, because some people feel like, like there are people so, that I know who are heterosexual, but it might just be that one friend that can take them over the edge, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that, it's that one one homeboy they may feel comfortable with and, and, and or homegirl. Like, girls listen to it all the time. That ain't nothing. Girls, they boys, you get that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, hey, girl, you so, Let me tell you something. And the sad part about it is, and even working in the field the way I did, what I learned is there are so many people that are we have blurred the lines but will never admit it because of the stigma and because of what society says about it. And therein lies the problem because we try to control people and we don't allow them to be, we don't celebrate them to be who they are naturally because nobody is forcing you, heterosexual people, to be who you are and to celebrate who you are. We just do it because that's who you are. So what if who you are is not the same as who somebody else is? And the sad part about it is the very thing that makes us a brilliant creation is the very thing that we use to destroy it, diversity. Diversity has gotten us everywhere from archaeology to technology to, to uh, science, right, all of that. And every group of people on this face of this earth have contributed to the advancement of it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So how dare one group think they're better than others because everybody ends up the same place, daily, okay? I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what your race is or the color and how much melanin you got or don't got. Guess what? You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Okay, just like I don't care how much money you got. I don't care what last name you done put behind yours. And when you did, you got the same thing. You have the same thing. I have not seen a person. Nah, I ain't seen no person that has been dead and gone that has come back that can tell me what's going to happen in the afterlife. Now, I don't mind you believing what you believe, but if you can't prove that, then shut the hell up, period. I don't care what you believe because I know what I believe. And as long as that don't infringe on your right as a human being, and as long as yours don't infringe on my right as a human being, I keep it moving. I think people feel like they have too many. Um, social media has given people a platform to feel as though their opinion really matters. Yeah. People do a lot of things to seek attention. Yeah. 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 Social media. Just like I feel as though. No, but you just said, do you realize it? Kind of sort of, no, but it wasn't, no, it wasn't stupid. It was just. People feel like that's the best advice. Like, they feel like you feel like you're not going to realize you know what you see. People don't post their struggles. People don't post their bad kids. People don't post the disrespect. People don't post them sitting in the room crying or they arguments and shit like that. Sometimes they do. 
it's real easy to say that when you've never had to endure it. You understand what I'm saying? So, no, I'm not surprised because, listen, any novice, any novice that has a break that is not That is not veiled in their thinking because of their biases, right? The man, that's the, the evidence is there. Hell, I, I've, I've done enough in, in learning some of the law to know that he, his entire team, they've done what's been accused. Okay, so it, we're beyond that. So people are now... Whatever they're trying to do, it's just a game. So I'm tired of that game. So no, I'm not surprised that he interjected because it's another diversionary tactic off of one, Mueller's getting ready to testify to Congress. He's actually, by the Supreme Court, been shut down on several things that he's trying to do. So it's not really looking good. Right now, he's just trying to, uh, what do they call, stall. He's, he's only got, what, about six months left office? The election is in 2020. In November, okay. so it's oh. over a year still. Oh shoot! I'm thinking it's a long. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stuff like they just gave up with Obama because they just they already like this is it's just nothing but a game. It's nothing but a game between these families and people with money. It's just something just out of our game. So here's the next question. This is another. Uh, kind of a three-parter, I guess, something of that nature, but I'm going to read it. So, do you think that people who take PrEP are more likely to engage in risky sexual behavior, unprotected sex, because there's less of less chance of con- uh, contracting HIV through sex? And if so, do you think PrEP helps or hurts the community? meaning the black community, basically, because that's who I focus on most. You're talking about that drug that they be on the commercial at night and stuff talking about you can have sex in the office. Yes. They just trying to flood us with that disease and everything. It's like a 98 point chance and it's going to be all too thin and it's going to every time. No, I just feel like we still need to stick to the basic condoms. The STD testing, like, it's a, it's a date. You know if you want to have sex with somebody, let's go to the clinic. Let's go out to lunch. We can go see the strippers. We can get some wings. We can do whatever you want to do. Let's, let's go get some results. <laughs> People got herpes walking around this bitch like it ain't nothing popping up with blisters on their coochies and stuff talking about peekaboo. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. Just go to the clinic. If your coochie collapsed, then let somebody know. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's so easy because you'd be surprised at who got what. Yeah, it's true. I got a homeboy who had HIV for 15 almost years. Still undetectable. Like, it's just part of the conversation. Because, you know, he don't tell you the number around the table. Because in the gay community, eight out of 11 people had it. Like, well, I haven't looked uh, lately no, in the no, last couple, of, couple, of, couple of years. This is, so I don't want to put out any wrong. No, but, but from, but, but from, from working, the, it, it, it's high. From it's working high. in the field, oh, trust me, I know, and I'm, I've seen CDP reports on the numbers. And I work, that's what I say, I worked in the field. So I get that. Um, I just think that. Um, 
Well, that's part of the see. That's part of the problem. As much as we say that we keep it one hundred, you know that's that's <laughs> the gag. Excuse me. It ain't just the gag. Come on, let me finish. Hold on, let me finish. But let me finish it. I'm going to say this about, and I can talk about gag Disagree with that. Oh, now, no, 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 no. I see. I try to keep this across the board, period, because people are people. Yeah. You understand? At the end of the No, 
know. I'm telling you the motivation, and I know this directly from people in my experience and in working how I work. How we view this in society, the stigma is the word, right? That causes a lot of knee-jerk reactions from people who would otherwise probably be honest about certain things. Now, am I giving them a crutch? No. But do I know that it happens? Yes. Right? So does some of what you're having? Yes. And the reason why I know that it happens is because we used to call certain people germ chasers. People who wanted to contract certain things. Okay? Because there was a point in time when services were plentiful Right, and they were throwing a lot of money to it, and you could get on, you know, services from from certain, especially in certain cities. But now, you know, the the powers of be always are going to change hands, and you know, Republicans got in there and started slicing some of these programs, and so that stuff is not no longer available. You know, so it's harder to get like ADAP and get on those programs and things of that nature. So, therefore. Right, but you had people. You had a group. You had a, a huge segment of people that were chasing HIV purposely. I heard that, but I never knew that was true. Like I heard that as a child. You know, like but, but you you don't think. I told you I worked in the field for five years. I understand. I believe you. So I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, you know, I wouldn't say, I would, I'm like, I'm, I try to be very factual. No, I mean, in, I really in, in believe what, you, but just to know that you would want to just to just for the resources. So, 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 you under, so you understand that, what do they call it? Um, what do they call that? Um, I'm, 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 I'm dating myself here because I don't know the terms that I want to use. No, I'm dating myself. Oh, oh. oh, well, I guess I am dating myself. But I... <laughs> no, no, no. What is it? Um... Okay, so we're going to go to the next question because I think we stayed on that for a little bit. Uh, which one? Go ahead. That's right. We're going to go to your question. My question is, how do you feel about friends and money? I feel like when friends owe you money, they automatically get an attitude when you're not the one that did nothing to them. Like, say I get John John $300 or something, or something happens and $300 is at, at a stake or whatever, and then you find out John John has lied about my money or whatever, and then you get an attitude and try to end our friendship over $300. Okay. So I'm going to say this. It's a personal situation. It, it, no, I'm just going to say it like this. And, and I know this is probably... So I was... I didn't have this viewpoint for a while, but this is what I was taught. And this is what I've now come to the place of. When I give money out, um. I give now out of excess, and I give it without thinking that it's going to return, to be quite honest with you. And that gives that just gives me peace of mind. So, like, even when people tell me that they're going to pay me back, 
and tell me, like, they may even give me a date that they're going to pay me back. But do you know how many times it's that date, you know? And I think, oh, okay, right. But here's the thing. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Have I ever done that in life? Probably. I probably have done it several times and not necessarily on purpose. So, again, I, no, I, don't, now I would never do that now. But I'm saying, have I done that in my past? I'm sure I probably have. And just because of what life was throwing at me at the time, I probably forgot to pay somebody some money back, to be quite honest with you. But, but yes. Yes. I still call you and tell you I'm about to spend your money. But, I got it, but I'm going to spend it because this just happened. This is in the past. But I'm just saying now I would but I wouldn't do that now. I'm just saying and I'm not even saying that I did it on purpose then, but I I can probably imagine that I did under some certain circumstances. I, I probably did. And the only reason why I say that is because because of the experiences that I've had and because of now I'm just in a different space, I would just say that if if a person asks me and if it's not gonna mess with my bills, right, because I'm not going to I'm not going to – I've done that before, and I'm not going to ever do that again. You will not – that is untouchable because then you're messing with my livelihood. So, you know, I need to protect that. So, But if it's outside of that and I can actually do it and it's not going to impact me on somebody, I just give it. And, again, they can tell me – I'm not saying – I don't say this to them, and maybe whoever's listening will know this, but – I don't care because it's just my frame that I'm in now. And once I give it out, you can tell me when you're going to give it back, right? and you can give me a, a date and a time or whatever, but I'm probably just going to forget it at this point because I know for me to sit up here and believe that you're going to give it to me and, and give it back in full on that date and time, it's a risky proposition anytime you spend money shit. You know, there's some things that, that can happen that could, listen, somebody could pass. It doesn't have to necessarily be somebody could pass. They could go in the hospital. There's a whole lot of things that could happen that could, that could be reasonable. That they... I, I'm just... No, now that, I'm not saying that. I get that. But no, I get that, and I'm on your side with that. You should. You should give it back. But I'm just, you asked me how I felt about it. And I just give and just say, okay, well, I don't expect it back. And if I get it back, I'll be like, oh, oh praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, it's unexpected at that point. That's an un, you know what I'm saying. So that's how I just see it. It's just unexpected. Uh, oh, trust me, you don't think I have lent people some money, and, and even recently, and then I turn around and see them posting pictures on vacation somewhere, or it's just it's just having loads of fun and partying and shit like that, knowing that you owe me fucking money. Yes, I get it, dude. I get what you're saying. But in order to keep myself from being pissed off, because guess what? They're doing whatever the hell they're doing. And do you think about they care about you being pissed off about them not giving their money back? Because they obviously don't, because they, they're all doing they, whatever they're doing. So you're not going to get into my head and fuck up my cheek, okay? That's why from Jump Street, I go into it saying, you know what? I'm not going to see this money back. You are absolutely right. Okay. Reparations. Do you believe we will see them in our lifetime? 
reparations? Reparations. You know they've started to talk about oh, it. So. No. They're not giving us nothing. And this is another thing that I, like, okay, I know my grandmother and, you know, great-grandmother were actually slaves. Like, I know their story was able to hear from their mouth. Like, I know all that. A lot of people don't, I don't feel like they, you and your ancestor really be entitled to anything that your ancestors had to
sucker put in a tax for the wealthiest people that is perpetual and doesn't end. That little small-ass tax that this president put in for the normal you and I people ends in 2026. So don't think that they're not still operating and setting shit in motion for their future too. So yes, they should be. This government should be held accountable for that. And I'm saying the proceeds or whatever you calculate need to go into specifically and only our communities for the education of our children. Now, that, I don't see anybody that could have an issue with that unless you got a jacked up motivation. We can move on to the next one. I ain't going to harp on that too much more because you almost set me off. Uh huh. Okay, so this next question, see, this next question, I'm going to have a difficult time. I didn't really have a difficult time answering those other ones once I got going, you know what I'm saying, because I'll you know, be, be on it, right? See, this one here, this one's hard for me. This one's hard for me. I don't know. I can't answer this one yet. But what's been, because we down, we down to like 20 minutes, what's been one of your biggest setbacks? I have really enjoyed you all. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And thank you for the questions, everybody, everybody that submitted a question, everybody. Check this out, no, because you're going to answer this question. What's been one of your biggest setbacks in life, and how did you overcome it? Um, every day. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> every day can be a challenge, depending on how life presents itself. I think it's that fact of Okay. Yeah, because being locked up for four months that, that, and losing everything and having to start all over again from scratch, I think that was my biggest thing. I mean, well, how did you overcome it? See, that was the second part of the question. I See, yeah, but and I appreciate you for uh, sharing that, and I'm keeping it 100. Stay with friends hey. and family until I got back in my feet. Well, I've done well. Not yeah, actually, I've done it too. I tried to make it better. <laughs> Okay, Juice next, you next. Unless you're going to pass, unless you're not. Uh... It's been like, my biggest setback was not graduating high school. Okay. One time. I did eventually, but I got expelled from quite a bit of like my first thing. And my parents weren't exactly in the place of being parents, the type of school moments, so right. it would be rebellious. Go to work, I'm going to get this check, I'm going to go sell drugs, I'm just going to move on with my life. So that was my biggest setback because I really had already passed my ass back to go into the Air Force and I don't know, fighting. Then I got locked up seven days before I was supposed to go to America's next top model, but I felt like at that time in my life I wasn't ready for that because I had that. America's top model. My setback made me sound that amazing. And I'd be so blessed. So I appreciate my setback. But I just had a major setback in less than 
48 hours. I had an illegal repossession from G Brothers Auto in Marietta. Um, oh, wow. Everybody else that was 
right? And that is not just so much per se time, whatever. It, that's even how you respond in the time frame that you respond to people because there's this huge expectation that people have for other people that they don't put on themselves. So again, learning to put myself first, not deleting doing things for other people or helping other people, but so what that also taught me was that many of those lessons that I learned I was making decisions based off of what was going to make other people happy versus myself. That's why I said you have to have a change in, you know, because society says, hey, you know, this is how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to go to school. You're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to get that degree. You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to have 2.5, 2.3 kids, something like that, you know, you have a house and white picket fence, you know, that ain't for everybody. Nope. And how you get there is not, you know, not not the same. And and I don't understand why we, you know, the identification, and some schools are trying to do this, but I don't understand why we don't put the resources in to really identifying what a child is good at. But, no, we push them into certain things. Well, you know, push them into what they want, I mean, what you want, and, what if that's not what they're good at? What if that's not what they're talented at? So you waste all of this time and energy and resources and trying to force them into this. And oftentimes kids will rebel and go do whatever they want to do. Anyway, it's not what they want to do. It's what makes them happy. Exactly my point. We spend so much energy trying to control what people do when they will be at their best if you would put energy into what they're good at. So, I mean, wait a minute. I think, I think, I think, wait a minute. Um, um, I think my baby Zandy is awesome. I do. Well, praise the Lord for that. <laughs> and I'm glad you said that because, you know, I don't hear that. Okay? I'm being serious. All right. He's a young black man. Awesome and I know him, and, they are and he is an awesome. We always talk about the negative. Thank you. I think that's why I thank you. I wasn't being funny. I wasn't being funny at all. Now let me. You know I got to. You know I got to throw something in here funny in here because we've been quite. Well, we've been a little bit funny, but we was a little serious. Some of the, I, hey, I was just going and answering the questions that was given to me. So, so everybody wants to say I'm serious. Y'all gave me some serious ass questions. Huh? You made me think. Jeez, I thought I was going to have a night off. But anyway, so, uh, listen, did you all hear about the uh, change in the law? Now, it's somewhere in Louisiana. I want to say it's New Orleans. But it's change in the sagging law. About the change? Yes. They reversed, okay, because they did a study. And the study showed that it was quite discriminatory, right? Oh, for that law? Yes. Because no, it, it's targeted sagging. You know, they had instituted a law where you couldn't sag. I don't like the three I, I get that, but. I like the little top of your back. Like, <laughs> he didn't ask you what you wanted. No, I'm saying but, like, <laughs> 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 I'm being serious. 
I was right come out the long ear from her. When you have your belt on right here, sometimes it hurts. I didn't ask you what part of the buttocks that you like. I'm getting ready to the sagging point. I look about that that's acceptable. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting very serious. This time that's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're being nasty. Yeah. So, if you find the like right here. How the hell do you walk? Okay. Dad, that, that, listen, let me tell you something. Oh, I don't know, but I'm going to talk to you about it. Well, all I'll say about the tagging, I don't care whether you do it or not. The ones that I get mad at is is the ones that get mad for you looking. Listen, it's not that I'm necessarily looking because I like what I see or that I want to look. You're displaying it. So I'm going to, okay, so don't be, everyone, don't be straight and then showing your ass and thinking people are not going to look because it ain't just the men looking. Women looking too. Everybody's looking because you're showing it. So if you don't want nobody to listen, and, and this is for everybody, it ain't just for the men that sag, it's for the women that like to sag. Because I've seen women sag too, and I ain't just talking about sagging from behind. I'm talking about sagging from the front, okay? Because some of them like to show the breasts. Let's just go. On. Yeah, I don't care. I'm just saying, if you if you're going to display it, you cannot control the other human reaction. And most people's human reaction is going to look just like a person. You know, people want to get disgusted by people who breastfeed in public. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, in some places, they, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. But some people, you know, they don't want to see titties sitting out there like that, and and, you know, baby sucking on it. I get it, but you know, some people just feel pretentious. They just feel and and. Oh, I'm okay with it. Feed them. Is that going to shut their ass up? Is that going to shut their ass up? Cause I, that's the worst thing. And, and listen, I know babies cry because I done had, I done had my own. Okay, but look, well, I didn't have my own, but I, I have a child. <laughs> no, 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 no. And that ain't something I want to do. I can say, I can tell you that right now. I, I, I that's a process I don't ever want to ever. Thank you for being the one that was chosen. Okay. <laughs> and it's okay. I'm just saying, I, that's not a process I ever want to do. No, it ain't. It, it's just a damn lie. You can't tell me how I feel. You remember that one? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't tell you how, what you felt. I just said it was a damn lie. <laughs> I don't think that you felt. But anyway, so I'm loving this, though. Loving this. Um, but yeah, the sagging thing, that's my only thing with don't be mad because it didn't just have to be sagging. It can be a lot of things. We oftentimes assume that whatever we think it looks good or whatever, that it automatically is gonna be pleasing to other people that when you go out in public. Listen, baby, when you step your ass out your door, outside of your perimeters that you pay for, you can't control how somebody views you. Okay, and or how they react. Okay, now I know we get upset. And we been somebody disrespect you. No, they did not disrespect you. Okay, because in some instances you are very much so disrespecting yourself. Okay, because you put on. And hey, I get it. If that's what you want, some people want to say they want to be comfortable. Okay, well, be comfortable, but know that that's going to elicit a certain reaction, and you can't control that as much as you say. Well, I got the right. Yes, you do, but they got the right too. To feel disgusted. 
Now, I'm not saying that people should be yelling and cussing at people and all that type of stuff, but I've seen some shit, and I'd be like, oh, Jesus. Like, what, I, I have. And I keep my comments to myself for the most part. Sometimes I'm laughing. But I'm, and, so, and so I'm looking, and some, like I said, people want to assume that just because people are looking at it, they're looking because they like what they see. 95% of the time, I'm not looking because I like what I see. I'm looking like WTF. I have the perfect white woman idea. I'm going to get a bird to pick it up. About what does that even mean? You know, European, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think that there's a large woman over there. No, what I'm saying is, like, typical European woman that feels like what they say is the same as that you You're talking about a model, uh, I will, fashion model build. Point being, but well, I didn't want to say that because that sounds so lame. No, but that's what it is. I was just a model. I have a typical build, and yet I still won't just put anything on, and I'm very particular about the things that I wear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm only messing with you, right? No, I'm not. No, no, no. But you know, you know, it looks right when I move. Like, it might look right on the bed, but when I put it on, I, I look like walking stick. Like, sometimes I can't. It's, but listen, I don't understand this. Here's, here's the problem. So I get it, but see, so so listen. People, but people really need to stop body shaming because again, you didn't have no control over how you came out. Nobody did. Oh, I love this bounce back now. But check this out though. But I'm gonna say this though for all you health folks out there, listen, that might be listening. All you health nuts, all you people that be going and paying all that money at the gym. Okay, guess what? Nobody is paying you like they're paying all these athletes out here. Now, I'm going to also put in a caveat here. I played sports, and I played several sports, and I played several in college, and I played all the way through college. So I'm not talking and coming from a place that I don't understand about being physically fit and about lifting weights and all those things. There was a purpose why I was doing it, right, because I ended up getting a scholarship, right? There was a purpose because I was playing at the time. But there are a lot of people out there that are getting all this mad. Okay, mass and lifting weight and getting all cut and ripped and all that. Guess what? That's not making one. That's not making you more healthy. That's not making you more healthy. Now, you most people are doing it for cosmetics. Let's just be honest, because now society has pushed for so long about having a chiseled body and having a six pack and blah 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 blah. Right? What you gonna do with that when you can't lift no more? Because there's going to come a point in time for everybody when you're not going to be able to lift what you're doing now, nor is your body going to let, right? And that's going to be a different point for everybody because, yes, we do have, and we do see some people that say 90s and they're still running and jogging off. That ain't most people when they hit that age. So let's just be honest about the shit. What you going to do? <laughs> and you're, I done seen some people. They're looking real good. People talk about, do I buy at the gym? Say, yeah, I'm talking about nobody's gym because there ain't no reason for me to be in the right gym. Now, do I want, and right now I can't, but do I want to be active, like run, do cardio, stuff like that? Because that is healthy. Yeah. The oxygen for your blood and for your blood, that's good for you. Pumping weights, baby. And I'm not saying don't tone up. I'm not saying don't do it at all. What I'm saying is, please don't be so short-sighted not to see what's going to happen to you. Okay, because your metabolism isn't going to change. You are going to get older. But what about 
Seventy at gmail dot com. 